But let's turn to Psalm 5, Psalm 5. And uh, while you're turning there, uh, I got a blessing this week. Um, the uh, uh, Monday morning, I went up and uh, spent some time with uh, uh, Donald, uh, Brother Thomas's uh, brother-in-law, Sister Thomas's uh, brother. And wow, did I learn a lot of things about him. Man, I just... Uh, went, went up there to see him for a few minutes. I think I was there a couple of hours when he just started showing me around. Man, you guys want a tour, go visit uh, Donald. He's got all kinds of stuff, man. He's got all kinds of uh, uh, buggies and uh, uh, all kinds of uh, things around his, uh, his place. And he has a lot of talent. Man, I didn't realize he was so talented with uh, wood. And uh, man, he gave me this nice uh, wood uh, uh, bowl. Brought it home to my wife, and he had a couple other nice ones there. And he makes, is it dulcimer? He makes dulcimers. I was, yeah, I was shocked. I said, well, you need to bring some of those down to the, he had several. And uh, uh, bring them down here, we'll auction them off, right? One dollar, one hundred dollars, right? But, uh, but those things were nice, man. And uh, I said, these ladies that play the violins could probably play them. I'm sure they could figure them out, or uh, somebody could. But I, I, he, they were really nice, and he had all different styles and shapes of those, and uh, just a lot of uh, stuff that he made out of wood. And I was like, man, Don, I said, here you are setting up here. I said, man, you need to show people your talents. You need to get out here and, uh, uh, you know, find some things to do, stuff for people. So, but, uh, but we had a real a good uh, visit there. I, mean, I went up there and encouraged him, and he encouraged me seeing all that, all that stuff. So that was, a, that was a blessing. I appreciated him taking the time to uh, uh, show me all that. All right, Psalm 5, Psalm 5, let's read this psalm together. Psalm 5, verse 1 says, Give ear to my words, O Lord, consider my meditation. Hearken unto the voice of my cry, my King and my God, for unto thee will I pray. My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. For thou art not a God that hath pleasure in wickedness, neither shall evil dwell with thee. The foolish shall not stand in thy sight. Thou hatest all workers of iniquity. Thou shalt destroy them that speak leasing. The Lord will abhor the bloody and deceitful man. But as for me, I will come into thy house in the multitude of thy mercy, and in thy fear will I worship toward thy holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness, because of mine enemies, make thy way straight before my face. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward part is very wickedness. Their throat is an open sepulcher. They flatter with their tongue. <laughs> That's funny. Brother Wood was talking about, you know, sort of this generation and, you know, just the, the way things are, corporation stuff, how they, you know, they say a lot of nice things and all that stuff, but it's just a bunch of empty words. Destroy thou them, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Cast them out in the multitude of their transgressions, for they have rebelled against thee. But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy, because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. For thou, Lord, wilt bless the righteous with favor, wilt thou compass him as with a shield. Let's pray again. <laughs> Heavenly Father, Lord God, we come before you through the blood and the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And again, Lord, we just thank you for being a good and merciful and gracious God. Lord, you're altogether lovely. Lord, you're fairer than 10,000. Lord, you do with all things well. And Lord, we're thankful for that. Lord, we thank of these in uh, much need of a prayer tonight. 
Lord, uh, we uh, think of uh, Brother Mark, uh, Lord, and uh, uh, Sister Sherry, and uh, Meredith, and uh, all these that have been mentioned. But Lord, we pray a special prayer uh, for Sister uh, Lisa tonight, where she is there in Wyoming. Lord, I pray, God, that you just great peace would overshadow her right now, that you would strengthen her in the inner man with might by the Holy Spirit. Lord, that you'd just uh, uh, touch her again spiritually, physically, emotionally, uh, mentally, God, in every area. God, just uh, uh, comfort her right now. Help her to rest in your faithfulness. Lord, we pray for those, uh, uh, the doctors and those that would be involved uh, with this procedure. Lord, please uh, guide them and uh, direct them, we pray. Lord, we pray for uh, Lynn and her mother and uh, Lord, friends and uh, loved ones. Lord God, that you'd uh, comfort them and help them to trust you. Uh, Lord, as they can't be there right now for their uh, uh, friend and loved one. And so, Lord, we're just uh, committing this to you, God, and we're, we're, we're by faith, just as <laughs> Ari mentioned, Lord, uh, they, they brought their friend to Jesus, and when he saw their faith, and so, Lord, I have no doubt that uh, Lisa has faith, but, Lord, would you see Lynn's faith tonight? Would you see our faith tonight on her behalf, uh, dear God, and just to work miraculously there? And we'll give you the glory for that. And again, Lord, we pray uh, for spiritual needs among us. Lord, we thank of VBS coming up. Oh, God, please, we cry for your mercy and grace as, Lord, uh, we're preparing and getting things ready over the next few days as we've handed out all those flyers, uh, dear God, and given out the invitations. Uh, Lord, would you, uh, Lord, surprise us, uh, dear God, with just uh, the, the turnout and a good week. Uh, just to be a blessing to others, to reach others with the gospel, and Lord, to be a help and encouragement uh, to the church and those that are uh, making a preparation. Dear God, I pray you'd bless those efforts, God, that you'd get uh, the glory. Now, God, help us uh, even now, Lord, as we look at this portion of Scripture. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And so uh, we look at this uh, 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 psalm here, and uh, notice uh, what uh, he said in verse Eight. Notice how verse 8 says, David here says, lead me, O Lord, lead me, O Lord. So here uh, we see uh, uh, David and he's asking for divine direction, divine direction. And as I was thinking about this, I was, I know a lot of times just the young people are uh, uh, upon my heart and I, I think of uh, uh, the, the young people and as they're reaching a new uh, uh, stage of their life and uh, the graduates that we've had this year and they're, they're stepping out. And uh, uh, listen, we, no matter what age and stage you are, right, we all need divine direction. But uh, I want to encourage uh, uh, you, uh, you young people. John, are you still young? Are you still young? I don't know how old you are, right? But uh, listen, I want to encourage you young people at this event to seek, to seek divine direction. Now think about this, uh, 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 David. I mean, of course, he'd known the Lord for years, but yet he consciously, Right. We have to remember this. Right. Uh, a, a lot. God wants to do things for us, but everything isn't just an automatic. Some things are an automatic. But listen, a lot of things that happen are because we consciously and purposely go and seek God for these things. He, he, he avails himself. He avails these things to us. Right. But he wants us to come uh, uh, consciously. And here David is coming consciously and seeking divine direction, it says, lead me, O Lord, lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness. Why? Because of mine enemies. Right. This is his prayer. And so can you say uh, from your heart that you desire 
Not just because, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. But in your heart, the cry of your heart is to be led of God, is to know the divine will of God and the divine direction for God in your life. Now, we know God is uh, our creator, you know, and, you know, he, he made the sun and the moon and the stars, right, and the mountains and all those things. We like to sing that song. But you know what? He still likes to, to make things. And you know what? He wants to make a clear path for you in your life. He wants to make a clear path for you in your life. If you've trusted him uh, as your Savior, amen, you can cry out, Oh, God, lead me. Lead me. Personal, right? We have what? A personal relationship. I emphasize it all the time. What's the most important thing in our life as Christians? Our daily, active, personal relationship with God. And so uh, uh, God exceeds to lead us personally, right? This psalm is about the life of a believer. And everybody, every believer's life should what? Be God-led. Be God-led. The Lord's leadership is always personal. Boy, uh, notice verses uh, one through three when we see uh, this prayer. Give ear to my words. Hey, God, it's me. Pay attention. Consider my meditation. Now, a lot of times we think about meditating upon the Word of God, right? We're, we're taught to meditate upon the Word of God. The, you know, the psalmist said in one place, it is my meditation day and night. And remember, Joshua was encouraged to spend uh, time in the Word of God day and night. A lot of times we think about meditating on the Word of God, but we also need to realize not only do we need to meditate on the Word of God, but sometimes we just need to spend time meditating on the God of the Word. Amen? On Him Himself. And that's what we hear. Consider my meditation just uh, 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 being alone and being uh, still before God. Boy, uh, and, and, and I pray that's a, you know, you should try to, of course, pray daily, but as far as sometimes just spending time and being still before God. Look, at he says, give ear to my, look, look at the different ways he's saying, he's calling out to God. Verse one, give ear to my words. Verse two, hearken unto the voice of my cry, my King and my God. For unto thee will I pray. Well, of course, who else? There's nobody else you can pray for. For Now, notice verse 3. My voice shalt thou hear when? In the morning, O Lord. Notice he says it twice in this verse. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee. My prayer unto thee. Right? Uh, the leading of the Lord, again, is a personal matter. When we seek God's guidance, He provides it. Matter of fact, He said in Psalm 32 8, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way that thou shalt go. I will guide thee with my eye. You have that promise, amen, that God wants to lead you and direct you in the way that you should go in a daily basis. Right? We're not just talking. He doesn't just uh, unfold something. Well, here, uh, at least he didn't for me. He didn't say, all right, Jeff, uh, here's uh, my 30-year plan for your life. Nope, nope. Uh, uh, I wish it had been that. That would have made a, a, well, no, maybe I don't, because if you'd have known some of the things that were going to come in your life, right, you may not have uh, stepped out. You know, sometimes it's a 30-minute plan, it seems like, right? Uh, but it's been, the, what, the steps, but it's been step by step. But he's been faithful, but he's there to guide you. But notice he says, in my voice in the morning. 
And listen, there is something. I don't, I don't, I don't know why it's that way, but it, it just seems that way. There's something special, and the Bible teaches and emphasizes that time about spending God in the morning. You see that over and over in the Word of God. Let me just give you a, a few uh, verses that I, I pulled up. Genesis 19, 27, Abraham. It said, Abraham got up early in the morning, look at this, to the place where he stood before the Lord. It doesn't just say he got up in the morning and stood before the Lord, but it says to the place. Abraham, wherever he was, he had a place where he said, this is where I uh, get alone with God. Now, I know you could probably sit anywhere at your house or whatever, but there is something to having, about having a special place where uh, you meet God and that place just becomes uh, uh, special to you, where you meet with God. And Abraham had that. He said, this is my place. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure uh, uh, if somebody were uh, looking uh, for Abraham, they said, well, it's still kind of early. Well, we know where he is. He's at uh, the, the place. You know, uh, I have uh, my place where I where I, I get up in the morning, and that's where I uh, uh, that's where I sit alone with God in the morning. So I pray that you have a place. Genesis twenty eight eighteen, talking about Jacob, the grandson of Abraham, and Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put for his pillow and set it up for a pillar and poured oil up on the top of it. And he called the name of the place Bethel. And so Jacob rose up early in the morning and spent time with the Lord. Exodus 24, 4, Moses, it says this, Moses wrote all the words of the Lord and rose up early in the morning and built an altar under the hill and 12 pillars according to the 12 tribes of Israel. That's sort of a special thought there that he got early up in the morning and he, he, he got something that represented uh, the 12 tribes. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, you know, uh, I, I try to I pray for everybody here, here by name, but I don't know that, you know, uh, Moses would if he did that, he might not have time for anything else. But I know he prayed for the families of Israel. Right. And those that were there. And that's a beautiful thought there that he prayed uh, for the nation and by families. And I'm sure when specific needs were known to him, he called out specific names. I love this in First Samuel one uh, nineteen, of course, talking about Hannah and her family. It says, and they rose up in the morning early. And worshiped before the Lord and returned and came to their house. And Elkanah knew and his wife, and the Lord remembered her. That beautiful thought there. Well, you have the thought of individuals like uh, Abraham and Jacob and Moses getting along with God. But here in uh, 1 Samuel, you have the beautiful thought of a family. Before they went out on their journey, the family got together early in the morning and spent time with the Lord. And the husband set the example there. What a wonderful thought that is. Then, of course, we have the example of our Lord himself. And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed in a solitary place. And there he prayed. What a beautiful thought that is of being alone with the Lord in the morning, the Lord provides direction for all who will trust him and seek him in the morning. The Lord's leading, amen, is provided. Many people say, I don't know what to do. 
I don't know what to do. But that's not God's fault. God provides his leading to those who seek it for it, right? Uh, uh, you see, David consciously sought the leadership for the Lord. So, you know, you say, well, I, I, I want to know, are you consciously seeking divine direction from the Lord? That's a good question. Listen, uh, 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 young people, uh, did you, you know, I, hey, listen, if you're, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I'll be nice, but listen, if you're 10 or above, I think that's good. I figure if you're 10 or above, you're old enough to get in the habit of starting to seek the Lord uh, in the morning. Maybe, maybe your time isn't going to be as much time as uh, mom or dad's might be, or maybe a, an older sibling, but you're, you're old enough at that age to, to, to read a verse out of the Word of God. You're old enough uh, uh, to uh, pray for your siblings. Listen, Isaiah, I guarantee you, amen, those sisters of yours and that brother of yours, they need your prayers, amen. They need your prayers, right? And to be praying for one another, all right, at that age, getting up and praying and seeking the Lord. All right, notice David again said, In my voice shalt thou hear in the morning. We must determine to meet God every day in the morning and find direction from Him. Listen, that's what's going to make us sensitive, right? Uh, 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 you know, getting up in the morning, preparing our heart, and then uh, all of a sudden something happens and trying to know what to do uh, uh, in that situation. Sometimes because you've prepared your heart in the morning, when that phone rings or something happens, right? Uh, uh, your heart is, you've prepared your heart, and so your heart is uh, 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 sensitive uh, towards what the Lord would have you to do. I know uh, uh, sometimes uh, the other day, you know, I, I got a phone call from a, from a, a, a family asking me to, to check on a loved one uh, that they hadn't heard from in a while, right? And, uh, and, and so uh, I, just, I just, it just, I felt like that, the, how, Lord, how do you want me to handle this? And I felt like uh, he just, you know, wanted, wanted me to go there and it worked out because when I got there, it's somebody that we'd, we'd met before and the Lord made that connection uh, this morning, today. Uh, when, uh, when uh, Lynn called, she was at work. I knew she was at work. She was there getting ready uh, for lunch, right? And you think, well, normally somebody's at work and they're, they're busy. But yet, I could, you, could, you could hear it in their voice. I said, listen, <laughs> she needs somebody there right now. I don't care what she's doing. And so uh, uh, the Lord uh, put it on her heart just to jump in the, uh, uh, the car and uh, go, go right over there. And so, you know, sometimes, you know, he'll lead this way or he'll lead maybe wait or whatever. But listen, uh, uh, being sensitive to those things comes from preparing your heart. Boy, I, I, I'd feel bad if somebody uh, uh, called me and say, you know, they lived around the, 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 the corner from me. And I'd say, well, I'll be there in about 45 minutes, but you just live around the corner. I know, but I need about a half hour to get my home right before I... <laughs> That'd be a terrible thing to say, hey, man. You want to be ready to go. And so that's why you want to try and uh, get up. Uh, who was it? Somebody called me uh, uh, early uh, this morning. I forget who I was talking to, what time they called. But I was glad that I was able to say, hey, I want you to know, I've already prayed uh, for your family today. I've already uh, prayed for you today. And so that's an important Bible principle. That's an important practice to get into our life. We must determine to meet God every day and seek His direction. If we don't learn to take what God has provided, we're no ever going to be happy in the Lord Jesus as we serve Him. Psalm 68, 19 says what? Blessed be the Lord who what? Daily 
loadeth us with benefits. Now, a lot of times, think about that statement right there. A lot of times when we think about benefits, we just think about good things, right? <laughs> we just think about good things. But really, you know what? Whatever he allows in our life for that day is really a benefit. We may not see it as a benefit when it happens, but we know that if we'll trust him with it and allow him to say, okay, God, why'd you bring this into my life? You know, uh, not just looking at what happened. You know, it's not just about what happened in life. It'll say, okay, God, what is it you want to do in my life through this? What are you trying to teach me through this? What needs to be done in my life? How are you going to get your glory? And how's it going to work to my benefit, right? I know when we back up, we back our truck up to the loading dock, we wish it was all just what we think are, are positive things. But every day, amen, he wants to give us things that will benefit us in our life and service to him. He says, even the God of our salvation. So God has provided leadership. He waits for us every morning to ask him for that leadership for the day, even though often we don't meet him. And if we don't, eventually it's going to catch up with him. Do I ever get, do I ever get uh, 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 busy sometimes? Do, so, sometimes I got to jump up and run out the door. Sure, uh, uh, that happens. And if I, if I get uh, 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 behind sometimes, I can usually tell. You know I can tell? Because uh, my wife will say, I think you need to go pray a little bit. <laughs> and I'll say, yeah, you're probably right. Amen. That doesn't bother me. She says that because somebody's got to tell me. Somebody's got to tell me. I said, that's not fair. Every time my wife preaches, I end up on the, my, my wife preaches, I end up at the altar. Amen. Getting right with God. That just doesn't seem fair. But the Lord provides and leads us. The Lord's leading and he wants to make it plain. This thing, this thing isn't uh, difficult. The Lord desires to guide us through a plain, plain path. David's prayer, look at it again, verse 8. Lead me, O Lord, in what? In thy righteousness. Right? He knew, which, he knew the direction that he wanted to go. Because of mine enemies. Lord, they're watching me. And Lord, I want to be a good testimony for you. Make, look at this, thy way straight before my face. Make it clear. The Lord's leading is plain. The Bible says in the New Testament, he's spoken to them plainly. And the way he leads us, he wants to give a plain path. Can someone who's a Christian know with certainty what it is that God wants him to do? Of course he can, Right? Uh, you, you, if you're talking to somebody, if you're getting instruction from somebody at work, you say, hey, can you make this? I, I need a clear understanding of what it is you want me to do, right? If you're giving instruction to somebody, what do they want? They want you to give them a clear instruction of exactly what it is you want them to do. Well, if somebody else, if you expect it from somebody else or somebody else expects you, shouldn't we expect it from God? God, I want a clear understanding of what your direction is for my life. I want a clear understanding. Lord, I, I want to have no doubt. Now, if he calls you into full-time service, you better make sure it's clear. Let me tell you this, young people. If you think uh, God's calling you to, to, to be a missionary, an evangelist, or a pastor, or a, pastor, or a young lady, if you think God uh, wants you to, to, to marry into the ministry or be part of the ministry, you better make sure it's clear. Because a lot of times, the only thing that's going to hold you where you're at is knowing the will of God. When everything else is chaotic, the only thing that's going to be your anchor is knowing that you're in the very will of God and God has called you to do this. And one, you, you know, it'd be hard for you to do anything else outside of that. And so God's in the revealing business and he will make it clear. And David sought that. The Lord's leading is plain. A wonderful prayer. Look at Psalm 27, 11. It says this. The psalmist says close to the same thing. Teach me 
thy way, O Lord. Teach me thy way and lead me in a plain path. Almost uh, like verse 3 there. Again, why? Because of my enemies. Plain means safe, unobstructed, clear. And that's what God wants to do for you. This path is a path of his righteousness. And that's where we should desire to live our life. God is able to lead us, make it personal, and make it plain. At times, the Lord, of course, will make us wait. And it's not because he's late, but because, hey, listen, uh, uh, maybe sometimes we're early and we're not ready to receive his instruction. You know, we have to be prepared sometimes to receive the instruction of God for our life. He's got to do some preparation work in our life, in our heart, because we may not be ready, maybe spiritually or in some other way, for what, he's get, what he wants to do in our life at a specific time. And so he's got to prepare us for that. But if we sincerely desire to know what God has for us, then in God's good time, and we can trust his time, I say it all the time, God's will, God's way, God's timing. I know God's will. God is revealing to me the way that he wants to fulfill that will, and now I'm waiting on his specific timing. It's, it, it, and God's will, way, and timing is always right. Why? And so what's the end result? His will is pleasant. God's commandments are not grievous. The Lord's leading is pleasant. The Bible says the way of the transgressor is hard, but not the way of the believer. This is why the fifth Psalm weaves back and forth. Uh, it, it talks about uh, uh, the wicked there. And of course, the wicked are going to be destroyed, but God takes the righteous right on through his leading. His leading is pleasant. The Bible says, but let all those that put their trust in thee. Notice how this Psalm ends. Let all, verse 11, but let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Boy, when you, when you live a life that's in the will of God, when you live a life that's being led by God, when you live a life, amen, where you, where you know what it is to spend time with God, where you know what it is to be sensitive to his leadership and guidance in your life, boy, you can look, at a, you can look back over a life, amen, that you can rejoice in, that you can rejoice in. You know, I, I, I'm so thankful and again, you say, are you bragging? Of course. Do, you, do I brag? Of course. I brag on the Lord. <laughs> he did it all. He did it all. <laughs> so if I'm going to brag, I brag on the Lord. But I'm so thankful that this stage of my life, and I, I, I mentioned that, uh, the, 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 that article in my, in my paper, I'm so glad, though they didn't get all my testimony in there, that this statement is in there, basically, that so far up to this point, I've lived a life beyond anything I could imagine. That's not, a, that's not bragging on myself. The Lord did that. That literally, if you, you know, you've heard me talk about my testimony, but if you really understood where I came from, obviously, listen, I was just a punk kid on the street. You know, everybody has this, you know, if we're honest, but we have this uh, sort of image of ourself. And, and even though I'm turning 58 this year, people say, well, what is your image of yourself? To be honest with you, in my heart, I'm always that 12-year-old boy riding his bicycle down the street at midnight that had no place to go. That's who, that's who I am in my heart, that little kid looking for a place, amen, to call home, right? And so I know where I came from, and I look back and I say, man, 
that the Lord would do that, that the Lord would give that and save me and then all these years give me divine direction, that the Lord all these years would let me spend time alone with him in meditation, that the, that, 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 that the Lord would guide my steps and, and do all that. And I can look back and say, I stand amazed in the presence of Jesus the Nazarene at what, at, at what he's done. You know what? I look back at this point and listen, I can say I rejoice and I'm glad I can give that testimony. Amen. To, to, to anybody that I meet, that I rejoice in God's plain path for my life. I rejoice in God's divine direction in my life. I, I rejoice, amen, uh, just in uh, uh, his little nudges in my life, even not, not, just, not just the little nudge that says, hey, jump in the plane and go to Bulgaria, but I rejoice in the nudge I got today. Hey, get off the phone and go see Lynn. Hey, that's just, a, that's just as big a deal to me jumping in the car and going down to see a sister that needs help is it is getting on the plane and driving around the world. Why? Because I know that that leadership was from God. I know that, for, that my, by the grace of God, my heart was sensitive to know that, hey, he nudged me to go there on the other side of the world, and I went. He nudged me to go down the street, and I went. And I rejoice. I rejoice that I went over there. I rejoice that I went down the street. You see, his divine direction, his divine leadership, and meditate and spend time. And so you can say, what a wonderful thing at to be at, at whatever age and stage you are in life to say, at this point, I can rejoice in God's leadership in my life, right? Let them ever shout for joy. Why? Because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. Amen. We can be joyful with him. We can be joyful in him. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous with favor, wilt thou compass him about as with a shield. Boy, a life lived in the divine direction of God is a life well lived and one that you can rejoice in. What a wonderful thing that is. Again, the Lord leads us in paths of righteousness. He has made us righteous, right? By his imputed righteous, and then he wants us to live in that life of righteousness. He gives us favor. He waits in the morning to lead us through the day, right? Let us pray as David did, lead me, O Lord. Boy, listen, when you, he, listen, we have the same God. We have the God of Israel as our God, right? And he, the Bible says he neither slumbers nor sleeps, amen? So whatever time, I know Brother Mark has to get up uh, pretty early and he's sitting there, he's sitting there, wait, well, good morning, uh, uh, good morning, uh, Walter. Well, good, uh, good morning, uh, Adam. Good morning, uh, Karen. Uh, good morning, Jeff. Get up, you lazy, right? That's, that's my, what my alarm says. My alarm says, my alarm says, get up, dude. That's my alarm I made for myself. Dude, get up, right? Get up, slap myself across, across the head. Right. But usually I get up uh, before my alarm. But listen, sometimes, listen, even before you get out of bed, how often this morning when I woke up, right, get out of bed, Lord, before I even get out of bed, I need you. I'm already beginning to meditate on you. Proverbs 13, 15 says this. Good understanding giveth favor. But of course, the way the transgressor is hard. Well, listen, we don't want that way. We want the way of righteousness and prayer. Right. Prayer, uh, Romans 8, 26 to 28, great verses where it talks about the meditation. 
this. I'll close with these verses. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not. You see, we know not. And ourselves, hey, listen, we know not. But what's it say? What we should pray for as we ought. Man, I don't know what to pray for. I don't know which way to go. But that's okay. Why? Because the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searches the hearts, see, just get along with God. If you're looking for divine direction in life, get along with God, meditate on God, look up to God, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Amen. And boy, let just, just, just get alone and let him search your heart and guide your heart. Because he that maketh intercession for the saints according to what? The will of God. And look at the, how verse 8 starts. And we know. I love that. I love how you in verse 26 you don't know. But by the time you get verse to 28, you know. Why? Because you surrendered your life. You surrendered whatever it is you're praying about to God. And that's what you want. And because you know you want nothing but the will of God for your life. Because you know you want nothing but the will of God in whatever situation you're praying for. Listen, that, that what? That all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Listen, it doesn't work out for good just because you love God. That's not what that verse is saying. You know, Romans 8, 28 is such a band-aid, you know. Every time something happens, well, you know, you know, that verse is taking out of context so much. Listen, it doesn't work out for good just because you love God. It works out for good because you love God and because you love God, you took it to God. And when you took it to God, you surrendered it to God. Why? Because you love him and you trust him. And because you love him and you trust him, amen, you know it's in his hands. And whatever he decides, it's going to be all right. Amen. It's going to work out. Amen. And what a great thing that will be. But listen, I encourage, of course, each of you, but a little emphasis on the young people tonight. Are you seeking God's divine direction for your life. Are you praying? Amen. If you don't know, are you praying on a daily basis? Lord, I'm consciously asking. Lord, I'm consciously seeking. Lord, lead me in a plain path. I want your direction for my life. We, even though we all pray it, I give emphasis to the young people tonight. I pray that, listen, as you're stepping out and making those important decisions at this age and stage, you are consciously seeking God and spending time with him so that when he comes by with his spirit, you'll have a sensitive heart. Amen. And you'll go in the way in which he opens for you. Let's pray.